<laughs> Let me step into my office. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Broken Point of View podcast. Today I'm here with my good friends, as always. We've got Brian. Hey yo. And Saul. Hey everybody. They're a little mad because we started recording. You got a little tidbit of what we st- talk about beforehand. Wow, he did that to <laughs> us again. I think fine, that's gonna be the fine. running thing for Joe now. You're worse than the NSA, sir. Wow, he's worse than my Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) At least she. (laughs) At least she she notifies me when my mail comes. Are you gonna do that too, Joe? You're gonna notify me? Be like Brian, your mail came. Nah, because I don't care about your mail. See, that's why I like Alexa better. (laughs) No one likes Alexa. Jeff Bezos turns that thing off, probably. (laughs) But welcome, guys. We are here today. We are gonna do our first Halloween episode. Hey, spooky season. Yeah, spooky season. Oh. No, is that a no? <laughs> Damn, it looks could kill. Yeah, this is why I like Alexa. <laughs> See? <laughs> oh, but never say that again. <laughs> so are we going to strike that from the record? Oh, no, is right. it going to make it in? It, no, it was on the podcast. I'm not, nice. not going to edit that out because nice. that was nice, but it was so, so bad. <laughs> But uh, today we're going to talk about the Disney Plus show Hocus Pocus 2. Sorry, movie, not show. Yeah, he did that to us earlier, too, when he said Hellraiser was oh, a that's series. Right. Was like, hey, guys, go watch the Hellraiser episodes one and two. All right. It's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> I legit thought I read somewhere that it was going to be a series and it was going to be like an actual like, TV series. But I was completely wrong. I think what I did was I mixed it up when I saw that they actually made The Crow. They reshot it. It's already done in shot. Production's done with. Now they're just going into like the After Effects stuff, doing all the CGI things they need to do, mastering it, and uh, audio stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, who's that with? Uh, they actually... Uh, you ever watch uh, It? The new one they did with uh, Bill Skarsgård? No, not the new one. The new, Not the new ones? No. So Bill Skarsgård, the guy who played Pennywise. You've seen the, video, the photos of him. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be um, the crow. Oh, okay. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So... I mean, the dude did a great job in it. Like, and I've seen some other stuff he's been in. I can't really think of what it is, but everything's I've seen him in pretty solid. He just has like a weird look to him, which made him work great for Pennywise. I kind of want to see how he's gonna look with the makeup on for the crow. And I'm curious what he's gonna look like with long hair because I've never seen him with long hair. It's usually been kind of like short. Yeah. Well, let's see what they do with that. It's interesting. Regardless, I'd be pretty interested in watching that. No, no, I'm definitely gonna watch that. I'm curious how they're gonna do it. But I didn't even know they were going to. The last time I heard about this was it was going to be Jason Momoa. That's exactly why I asked because I I could have heard somewhere that they were making it with Jason Momoa. Apparently they had started production. They even yeah. did some test footage stuff like where they had him in costume yeah. and like that. That's exactly yeah. I don't know where I heard that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't uh, actually carry forth with that because Jason Momoa is a pretty big draw. He like huge draw, and honestly, the dude actually plays guitar. He yeah, no, he's actually looks apart if not a little too ripped. But yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure he can slim down if he wanted to. I don't think you want to slim him down. Yeah, come on. I'm not saying I'm saying if he wanted to for the role. Okay, all right. All right. I'm saying if he wanted to. I know he's not going to. He would never take the role. Yeah. No. But, you want um, me to lose my muscles? Like... I mean, he did that commercial. Yeah, he did, actually. <laughs> That's a good commercial. All right, all right, oh, all right. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But, yeah, so... We, the hard tangent there. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to talk about Hocus Pocus 2. Mm. Then we're going to get into Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah! And we're wow. going to close off with the Hellraiser remake, which, like Brian said, I thought was going to be a series, but turned out to be a nice two-hour-long movie. Which I'm okay with. I, it's a little long for my taste, but okay. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. We're not quite there yet. Okay, all right. So, quit skipping ahead. Yeah, two-hour movies, man. It's like, uh, all right. So, 
Uh, Hocus Pocus 2 on Disney Plus just dropped about, I think on the 7th, yeah, last Friday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they brought back the original cast of the Sanderson Sisters. Which Bette is amazing, Mendler. yeah. I'm surprised that they were able to get all three of them together again. I was not surprised. I mean, Sarah Jessica Parker has not done anything really since Sex and the City, like the movie 3 or whatever they did. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... But do they even need the money at this point? No, I, that's these, what I'm saying. They're established actresses. That's what I'm saying. They don't need the money. And when you watch the movie, I think they were just having fun. I, they were. Like, they definitely when were. I, was I did see it, that. I did I, see that in the you beginning. You just saw the chemistry. Yes. I'm like, dude, they had the same chemistry yeah. from the first one. Yes. But... They look, they know they're established, they're, yeah. they're not up and coming, they know they are not there for it, they're there to have fun, and that's very rare And also to, see. to get their bag, because yeah, you, know oh, yeah, no, you know Disney, Disney just shelled like, out the yeah, money, the truckloads, yeah. they're like, hey, we're going to give one to Sarah, we're going to give one to Bet, and we'll give one to Kathy, yeah. and then we'll go back around and give Sarah another load, because, you know, it's been a while since we saw her in something. It's true, it's and, true. You know, but, like, she you know, like, had the highest they, price they, Yeah, they did not have to do this, and like I said, Disney... Must have like just like dropped too much money. They're like, right, here we go. They're like, all right, well, I guess I'm in it. But you could tell they they did. They, they, it looked like they were having a lot of fun. No, they definitely. They did. were the best part. That was the only good part of the yes. movie. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I was kind of upset. I wanted to see more of the characters from the first movie kind of come back. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to see uh, Max and uh, his sister come back through. I didn't expect Zachary Binks to come back. I like they did a callback to Zachary Binks with the uh, cobweb. Which Saul never got to that point. Sorry, I turned off wow. the movie at the Walgreens scene, and that was a tough sit. I will not lie, that was a yeah, tough part. That, that was it. That, that's yeah. as far as I can go. That, I will give them credit to whoever wrote that scene in because for what? Look, look, for look, what? Look, look, look. Let me get there. For so. securing the sponsorship. Yeah, <laughs> Walgreens had to shove out a ton of sponsorship money to be. The drug started of choice. It could have been Walgreens. It was Walgreens. It could have been Rite Aid. It could have been CVS. Like, one of those that the millennials and the people that are watching this can relate to. Everybody drives by Walgreens. I mean, I guess, but it, it, it looked like one of those, like, shitty, like, commercials where, like, they bring up old characters and, like, look at how we live now. And they're like, oh, my God, what's this? You and know, I it's think like, that's what made it so good is because there was so many different ways to say that's that. what made it good. Brian is one of those guys who he's going to pretty much try to find something he likes about everything he watches. God bless it. Call being optimistic, <laughs> assholes. Well, I'm not going to lie. It We're was realistic. A, yeah, yeah, it was a I, tough I watch. Catch that. I was having a really, really hard time just getting through. First of all, did we even need to know how they got their witch powers? You know what? When you saw the first Hocus Pocus, I was wondering who the hell are these witches are anyway. And so now that I saw the second one, I'm like, oh, so that was their upbringing? And That's... I was like... I so, kind of get why they're so close because like, it defined their their relationship as sisters. Was right? that needed? It wasn't needed. What was needed was to show them how they got the book. I mean, you don't they even did. have to explain that. You don't. But you really for the don't. generation sometimes, that's watching it, sometimes less is more. We bro. don't need to know like every detail of a person's life. So how are you gonna get a sequel and get new fans to get buy-in without showing what happened in the first one? Because guess what, this generation. Probably is never going to go back and see Hocus Pocus 1. So they got to rely on Hocus Pocus wow. 2 to explain what a it. shame. I know. That's well, no, the thing is, like, they use that as a way to explain the ending for the, show, for the movie. Oh, okay. So it, it wraps up at the yeah, end. Yeah, because they explain to, uh, to us that uh, Winifred, she gets her powers at 16. Uh-huh. And they explain that witches do get their powers when they turn 16 and Yeah, age. I remember the, the sales guy, uh, so, the witchy sales guy telling them that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that annoyed me to no end. That, dude, <laughs> that guy's a good actor. I've seen him in some random stuff. He's always a great background guy. I was going to say. Like, but that his whole role was like, you are 
You are a bit much in this one. Yeah, it's just the writing is just the character writing is just kind of mm, lame. For the new characters, I'm gonna agree with that one. And I like, guess maybe you know maybe this is aimed at a really younger audience, but 100%. I feel like I it feel was like, not aimed at us. Yeah, I was gonna it say was aimed at us. But like I feel like the first Hocus Pocus was an overall kind of like family movie where any you could be any age and kind of enjoy the movie. And I went back actually like last year or two to watch Hocus Pocus the first one again, and I loved it. And I was like, oh, this is fun. But I, I, this movie just like goes over my head maybe i don't know what it is but it's it's just not aimed at me i can't sit down and watch it are you saying you're too old to watch this movie and it missed the target audience i'm saying that this movie is only meant for like children like tiny little children i agree under like 10 years old i agree Uh, i'm gonna say under 13 maybe it's gonna be it's gonna miss some but they're shooting for like the whole range of 8 to 13 yeah and they're gonna hit probably sweet around 10 to 12 yeah and that's what i like it's They've completely alienated like a whole fan base. No, the actual fan base itself. The original. Yeah, they've fan completely base. alienated that fan base. Well, I well, think no, he... you got to think about it this way though, dude. People like who the the fan base from the first one. Yeah, they now have kids. Guess what? But Guess like, who... but they have to watch the movie too. But they're doing it for the kids, and then like this is gonna go like, oh, do you guys want to see the first one now? And they're gonna be like, they just saw a movie that they enjoyed. They're gonna want to see the first one, and they're gonna hate the first one and say it was no, too that's stupid. No, they're not gonna hate the first one. They're gonna hate. The they're first not one. gonna hate the first one. I don't know. There was a cat in the first one. The first and one it was, was more perfect. predominant. Yeah, the first one's perfect. First of all, whoa, it's a perfect movie. I'm not saying it's the greatest movie, but structurally speaking, it's a it perfect, perfect movie. Bro. It's a perfectly made movie. That's where it's time. It's incredible coming out of your mouth, though. What? what, what that's what shocks me. I'm not. A, <laughs> I'm not just a hater. Okay, I all like right, good right. things. I just don't I swear. <laughs> That's what it is. He's like, I like admiring them. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> I do like things, okay? I like the way chocolate looks. I don't like the way it tastes. <laughs> but all in all, the movie wasn't it wasn't bad. It was just a lot of times it was very cringe. And yeah. one of the biggest things for me was like they made references like that are modern day references, and I'm like, how do you know this? You've been dead for a couple of hundred years, and yeah. then you were gone for another like thirty. So they said, "Yeah, yeah." I, I know that one. I did agree with you. Like when they were when the, one of the witches said "cowabunga." Yeah, I'm like, how the hell did you even get to an ocean? <laughs> like, surfboard? What? Maybe they killed a surfer dude. But I'm like, where's the surfer dude at? You were in Salem. Like, no, what's that, going like, on here? That felt more like Ninja Turtles, cowabunga to me. Yeah. It totally did. Yeah. I was like, maybe well, they, maybe they watched Ninja like, Turtles. Maybe they watched an episode of Ninja Turtles. You know, maybe they, they have that. TV in hell. You know. Well, you know, one of the scenes and they that only you play missed. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, no, one of the scenes you missed, they didn't walk by a TV set. Yeah. So I mean, maybe she walked by a TV set back in the day. Oh, did like, you hey. catch that point where they walk through the window and you see the so a family watching the first movie? Yes, that was a cool little oh, Easter egg. That's a pretty cool callback. Yeah, you missed it. Anyway, I, so <laughs> I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I stand by my decision. No, but it was a good but, decision. But yeah, I'll, I'll let you be. I'll let you be. So I just like the callback to the Black Flame. Okay. The Black Flame looked yeah, cooler Black with was, updated yeah, CGI. Cool. I, I mean, sure. Um, how the guy brought out the candle, that was a little weird. Uh, the candle just looked a little odd for me. Yeah. Well, again, he does say, I made it myself, and he didn't want it to look like the actual fl- black flame candle before. Yeah. And you gotta think, the guy's not a candle maker. He doesn't really know what he's doing. And he's following the... Apparently the book... 
I don't know how the book told him. I think he just flipped open to the page of how to make the black flame candle. Yeah, no, no, that's what he said. Like it just opened up, and that book is awesome. Like I kind of yeah. want that book. Honestly, that book is still one of the coolest little things. It reminds me of this one video game I played, but I forgot the name of the stupid video game. But the book had an eyeball on that game too. So when I saw this, I was like, oh, that's probably where they got the idea from. They probably one of the developers saw Hocus Pocus and like, I can make a book with an eye on it and then turn it evil and stuff. And yeah. But the book actually played a bigger role this time. It I did. Think. Like, it ha- they like, actually had a character. They they made it known that it had its own character and that it chose the spells. And even though if it didn't want you to do the spell, it's still at the end of the day, it's going to listen to you if you force it. But it is trying to look out for your safety, which was super weird oh, and wow, super cool okay. at the same time. Gotcha. So, like, the, the, so the whole prep... Well, one of the things they were trying to do in the movie, so... Is that they were trying to cast this one spell that makes one witch all powerful? Yeah, the yeah, uh, I remember the spell. Yeah, you were t- it's like the all powerful spell. Yeah, yeah. That you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the witch that gave the witches the book, yeah, told gave them the book. She's looked. Oh, I want to do that one. The w- original remember, witch was like, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So, what's cool about the book is a book is even like, dude, don't do it. Like, don't do the spell. And she's like, it fought it. with her. It yeah. was oh, wow. Her. It fought with her to do the spell. And she came and opened into that page, and the book would close itself. It would turn over to other pages. Yep. It tried cool. to. It did try to show her the warning, and she ignored the warning. Gotcha. And I was like, damn. But that book was dope. I like the book. And the so the book is not really a bad guy per se. No, the book is very. It's a loyal. It's a loyal person to Companion. the witch that that owns the book. Gotcha. Yeah, it was really cool. But you know, it was one thing that was kind of funny that I found amusing. Was the lookalikes that they got to cast them as when they were younger? Oh, you know, oh, okay. so as much as I hated, as much as I hated, like though. them telling us how everything happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was kind of cute. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you had a heart in there, you Grinch. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was adorable. It was adorable. Yeah. They they did a really great job, like pretending to be the sisters. Like, yeah, I was like, all right, you know, funny. they studied. Yeah, the film. yeah, yeah, they yeah, studied. Yeah. They did yeah. their homework, and that yeah, was cool. Like, that was and then, the one girl did the same mouth thing that. Yeah, the crooked mouth. She did her homework, and I was like, oh. That's good. Yeah, and that, but dude, the the fucking fa- the father, the the <laughs> the father from the back in the day, Tony Hale's character. Uh-huh. I love that guy. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he's and in, so when they put him in, the he's past, in a lot of things. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's Jeb from Arrested Development. Yes. Right? yes, yes, that's why it was so great, dude. They put him Wait, in a so, great like, role. Is he a bad guy? In no, the press? okay, not. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm in glad. the first, okay, in the callback, well, you saw the callback. Yeah, what happened? In the yeah, past. he was a bad guy. Yeah. And then they put him in the present. And he's like a nice guy. And it's just a descendant. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, I was like, okay, that's guy. cool. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I like that. Poor I did guy, like that. Dude, uh, spoiler alert, he doesn't get his candied apple that he was looking so forward to from the beginning of the film. So, so. That's I, a bummer. I that's a bummer. It he never got it. But I'm no, no, he to... got a candy apple. It's not but the it one was he like wanted. A, it was from Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> Again so, you with know, the Walgreens. <laughs> they paid a lot of money. My God. They paid a lot of money. Yeah, they were like, all right, Dizzy, here's all the money. Not that you need any. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they need it. They put out a lot of money for like all the stuff they've been buying. Ah, this is true. This is true. But that's I mean, besides the point. Besides yeah. the point, yeah. But yeah, so I mean, the movie overall was okay. I like you know personally, I feel like it could have been better. Mainly, I would have loved to have seen some of the older cast come by. Yeah, I mean, um, that would have made that would have made it so much better for me. Even if it was just like a small cameo at the yeah. very end, like an end credit scene. But I mean, it's like, it's not really about those characters. I feel like Hocus Pocus really is about the witches. I mean, yeah. I, I totally understand the reason why. I mean, you don't really need them. Um, it's extra money. I I could totally understand making another Hocus Pocus with just the witches and a brand new cast. Because that's really what it's about, is the yeah. witches. It's the witches. And yeah. I mean, as much as I love seeing callbacks to like the yeah. original crew and everything, 
that's not the focus. It's not about, yeah, it's not yeah. about them. They did, they served their role. They're yep. memorable for that movie. Don't bring them into the new one. The new one, you're trying to establish new characters, but keep it to the, the key yes, main characters, exactly. right? Because by the end of the film, you just got new three new witches by the end of the film. I figured the, girl, the, the third girl comes back, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. she does. She does. She's got the two terrible but she does, She's the daughter of the, of the uh, mayor. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. But, but she doesn't even really come back. Like They go to her. Like, ah, okay. Because they're trying to save her dad. Yeah. Ah. And that's when they have to yeah, See, now I kind of regret not finishing this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was a terrible scene, okay? Leave me alone. Was it the fluorescent lights that did it No, it was actually when they're looking at themselves in that mirror that's like, they're like, oh my god, it's like this. We're hideous again. Yeah, it's like, that was the board. I was like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, you've never looked at yourselves in a mirror, like, uh, or a weird mirror? Well, back in those days, it was there hard was... to get reflective mirrors. I mean, yeah. that's... I mean, like, you, you have had to have re- reflective metal, and even then, like, sorry, all distorted. Sorry, No, no. I refuse to believe that, and I stopped it. All right. All right, so I'll refuse to believe in history. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. Mirrors, how do they work? Shiny reflective surfaces, yeah. yeah I mean, they had water... But like I was saying, like I would prefer if like the older cast got to do like a cameo at the end. I'm not saying like they had to be in the movie as integral parts, but just like, very like a little scene, like a quick passage. like a little scene, like where like you see them like hiding because they saw the sentence flying over town. Nah, that's a little much. Mm, that is that, that would be hard to even yeah. pull off too. I mean, they had a whole musical number where they're flying on Roombas and. <laughs> the Roombas was pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie that was entertaining to watch <laughs> I just love that they turned red like, okay they're evil now cool yeah yeah and, but you know, that was a, that was cool how they played them into the movie too because yeah, when they, they finally got like trapped in the circle of salt the witches couldn't get out who came to their rescue the two fucking Roombas and they sucked up the salt so the witches could break out and I was like That's oh my hilarious. god <laughs> I was like the whole time I was watching that scene I was like somebody stopped the Roombas how did they not get <laughs> And I was like, Roombas are silent, so I get it. And they just wanted to clean the mess and help their uh, their, their witch out. And I was All like, right. that was a funny little, okay. little, little cool right. little All tour right. there. All right. And that fact she wore him on her feet was kind of cool, too. It kind of reminded me of, like, the Iron Man, like, flying on his feet at the first try. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you stretched so hard I know, for that. Like, oh I, did. I did it for you, Joe. I, I just wanted to see your reaction. You went full Mr. Fantastic. You reached... <laughs> I always got a spit take. I always had a spit take. I broke him. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, guys, I didn't finish it, so I'm. I, I don't really have a say here. Final ratings out of ten. Well, no, you have a say. Your say was zero. Yeah. No, no. Came no. In it was a hot zero. zero. It was in a zero. I, I did walk out it. on it. I did walk out on it. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it, it. It's like a three for me. I'd say like a three. Three. Okay. Based on what I've seen. Based on what I've seen. All right, so Saul's with three. Honestly, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven and a half, eight. That's okay. That's pretty high. It was enjoyable. It wasn't horrible. Right. It did have very cringe and horrible moments, but overall, I did enjoy the movie. Gotcha. There are just like some random things where I was like, "That's stupid. That's dumb." Yeah. But I had a way more enjoyable, good moments. Like one of my favorite parts was like the weird like witchcraft store guy come running up. They're back. They sing. They, I know they love to sing. <laughs> and now they had a musical number when they came. I out know. Like, I was already hating it at that point. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was like one of my favorite moments. I was just like laughing, like, like it's like he 
play of the fact that there's like a weird thing that they do. They just start singing out of nowhere. Yeah, and they even mentioned it when the girls were running away. Who are they singing to? Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I thought they were gonna break the fourth yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder, like, when they're singing, like, especially right at that moment in the graveyard in the woods, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Does anyone? Does, does everyone hear the music, or is it like they just sing a cappella and we're hearing the music in the background? You know what? They're no, witches, no, no, no. It's so witches. They have the yeah. power, bro. Yeah, I know they, it's you're music. Yeah, it's like the full experience. Yeah, it's magic, bro. Yeah, dude, it's magical. magical. It's magical. The magic of the Adobe 4G. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's your ratings, Brian? I'm giving it a solid eight. I I am one of those parents that saw the first Hocus Pocus. Okay. I do have a daughter that's ten, so it I was the perfect audience. I knew Hocus Pocus when they released Hocus Pocus two. My first thought was. I'm going to show my daughter this this film. She liked it. She enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, showing her this movie. And then she laughed. She laughed. And I was like, wow, you actually are watching this movie and you're paying attention. Sometimes she zones out. So that's what I'm going to solidate. It, 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 I, I was the target audience, I guess. I, they mm, hit me. Man. I brought my kid into yeah. it. And they got him. All right. Well, he's a dad, so I get that. I get that. Yeah, again, that's the target audience for yeah. the movie there. That, yeah. that right there is the target audience. Like, he's exactly, like, he was alive and, like, kid when Hocus Pocus 1 came out. They made part two. They know he has a kid probably about the same age around that time. He's exactly who they're targeting right there. That's why Disney takes my money every month. <sighs> Multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Mickey Mouse, where's my money? <laughs> he, he knocks at my door. He's yeah, like, like, hello. <laughs> Pay your taxes, bitch. <laughs> oh boy. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mickey Mouse from South Park. <laughs> it totally is. I'm Mickey Mouse from South Park. I'm picturing the whole time. Oh my god. Alright, on to our next uh, series? Show? Oh, what thing. series is that? So we'll go ahead and. No, I'm gonna let you set leave this, this one, one up. Right, yeah, go. Right. Go. This is all you, so. Because you like, in- in- integrated this whole show into your being. Alright, Chooms. You <laughs> <laughs> did it! You already did it! <laughs> So we're going to be talking about Cyberpunk 20, uh, no, Edge Runners. I'm wow. thinking about the video game. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Uh, we're going to talk about the video game later, It's my a friend. little anime. Uh, you guys might have heard about it. came out on Netflix. Uh, absolutely fell in love with this anime from the very first episode, the very first part. Like, even the opening song, I was like, damn, it just hits you in the gut. Soundtrack hits. Yeah, man. I um, could not, be- I heard, I'm like, is this transfer? Isn't it? Yes! I was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, the most random pull, but I'm listening to it, it like, it works so it perfect. It is, like, such a deep cut. I was like, what? But, yeah, it just fits the scene. Like, it just hits so well with this uh, show, anime. Dude, honestly, the soundtrack for the show altogether yeah. was amazing. It is. And did you know that most of it is actually pulled from the video game? Really? Yeah. Even better. I have the video game. Got that what? whole limited edition. So do I. Why aren't we playing online, bro? Because we can't. There's no There's no. I know. That was the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I do not have the video game. I don't, I don't know. Oh, so you can buy it for like a penny. Don't be a gonk, Joe. <laughs> oh, got you again. I He's like this. So I know. Yeah, like, yeah man. Go for it, man. Right, enjoy but, it. Yeah, absolutely fell in love with this all the way through. I couldn't stop watching it, and I cried at the end. So uh, there's that. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's not go all the way to the end. Let's let's go slowly go into it, sir, and explain the main character. What? Why was he doing what he was doing? Because I like the main character. Uh, his name is David. Yeah, right? David Martinez. Um, so one thing I do like doing, I think we talked about this in another show. Uh, I like looking things up on IMDb while I'm watching series. Joe makes fun of me for it. But I did it for this guy. And guess where the voice actor who plays David also does voice acting for? Go on. It's kind of another small anime you may or may not have heard about. It's called Demon Slayer. What? He is Mr. Tanjiro for the American voice actor. No way! Yes. And when I heard it, 
I heard it in the voice when he yells. <laughs> so that's what that's when I was like, this guy's yell sounds very familiar. And then I played it again and I was like listening to it. I was like, all right, I'm looking it up. I looked it up. Sure enough, it's the same guy. No way. So I was like, damn, he got major street kid for like the Japanese anime straight up uh, series. But for him to come in and do this cyberpunk series and nail it, like he made you fall in love with the character just the way he was like. How much emotion he put into this? You know, I was character. actually gonna say so. The you know, a lot of people hate on dubs over yep. you know subs and my, my, you know, dude, that argument. My brother is one of them, and, and yeah, I hate him and, for I, it. and I get it. But like honestly, the dub for this series was great, and not only that, the anime takes place in California. You know, so I was like, there's no point in the to listen to this in Japanese. You know what? I think it's because they pulled in some serious talent for the. For the dub, because they, you know who else yes, came in? I, I don't know the name, uh, but oh, yeah. the guy Come from on. Breaking Bad. Yes, I, I, dude, I looked it up real quick, and uh, Giancarlo. Giancarlo. Yeah, I had no, no idea. I know, Jesus, like, uh, he's got well, all the names, but our future Professor X. Oh, oh, what? Wait, has it been official? Or are we speculating stuff? So? Speculating stuff. So. Uh, all right, get out of here. I'm just Sorry, anyway, no, I don't do. I back to the Cyber Professor Park. X. Yeah. Get out of here. All right, but yeah, like I can't believe he was in it. He was great. Yeah. Um, and then just the story itself was. Really, really good. Really, really sad. Dude, um, how they did that foreshadowing, like, in the first episode of, like, how it was going to end, like, that was good. Like, yeah. it made you intrigued to see how they started it, how he started going off into the realm of chroming up. Yes. Like, and they even, like, that was the worst because, like, you saw what happened with his friend, you know? Yep. Like, and, and... Not even his friend, his mentor. Yes. Basically his dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically his dad. And he went down the same. And path. yeah, that was the worst part because, like, you know that Lucy saw it. Yeah. And you could tell in the later half where, like, uh, it was so sad because, like, she fallen in love with him. Yeah. And then, like him, he just, he just went completely chrome. Well, I know. So he he literally felt he could never be yes, susceptible right. to cyber psychosis. Is right. what that mental illness yeah, was built different yeah right? he's, he's like built- oh, i could do it i'm built different i'm like no dude you just have like a lower tolerance yes. for it but nobody was immune to it like nobody the whole show they never explained anybody that was immune to it except for the one like guy that tries to come who's well spoiler on that one <laughs> we're jumping ahead oh, but you're the, talking about uh, adam smasher yeah the yeah. one that he looked up to he's like oh yeah that's the legend Not even right looked up to, like, he looked no up, no no adam really, smasher is like a boogeyman of sorts or like no but legend, adam smasher man. is like so the thing is like from what i've read and stuff like that adam smasher is in a constant state of uh cyber psychosis, cyber psychosis but he's just really good with it but if that's what he loves to do is to kill things, if you notice. Yeah, he just kind of lets it out that. at that point. Just yeah, a yeah, no, he's yeah. So, yeah, it's it's sad because like the whole point is that David had so much potential as like a he was super smart. Yep. And like as a kid, he went to a great yeah. School. He was going to go a good school, and like as soon as all that, the the whole point about cyberpunk is that it's a sad city. Like no matter how much potential you have. Where your lot in life is, like it's gonna be tragic. Are we talking about LA right now? <laughs> yeah, basically. Right? Dude, honestly, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the same thing. Right? Yeah, it's honestly like a really dark, grimy look at what capitalism can become. Yes, and it's like a kid who had to survive. His mom dies because no insurance. Yeah, and like you know, he's got to pay the bills. Dude, that stupid and, insurance. Yeah, pissed so, me but that's off. exactly how it is. And then like, so he really was like, okay, this is the only thing I'm good at. This is what mm-hmm. I want to do. And even though like he had people he got along with. You could just see how it all leads down. It only could only ever end one way. Yeah, but remember the only the 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 pivotal moment of where he just said, "I'm gonna do it," was after his mom died. 
Because yes. before his mom died, he was really trying hard yeah. to stay on the yeah. straight and narrow. Exactly. And his mom was the only good. thing keeping him there. Yeah. yeah. And as soon as like she died, it's like, like, well, we got nothing else to yeah, live for. Exactly. Let me go do what I said I would do. She was a Jiminy Cricket. Yeah. Poor Pinocchio. But it was so sad. It's just like, like the opposite of Pinocchio because he was a real boy and then he wanted to be a fake boy. You got to chrome up, man. Oh, you know, man. that's the only way. That sucks. The only way to survive as an edge runner. Rest in peace, Shooms. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! So speaking of resting in pieces, so dude, the way his like his family of cyber run of edge runners oh, died, dude, so the sad. one that pissed me off the most was one you didn't see coming. Where they come up onto that steel crate. Are you and talking about Pilar? Oh, you just yeah. Get shot and they, you know, it's just some dude peeing. peeing. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this, they're probably going to shoot something off of him, right? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, all right, let's shoot something off of him. Let's see it. And then he goes up there, talks to him, like, hey, man. Like, yeah, cut that and shit then he gets like randomly. Just point blank. I was oh. like, dude, and that was like Rebecca's brother. Like, she just goes crazy. She's dude, like, ah. I'm gonna blame, I did not blame her at that yeah, point. Yeah. I and then like, they gotta shut her down. They're like, shut her down now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, thank God they did because yeah. she, the by shutting her down, she avoided a headshot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, like yeah. she avoided a vital shot. And then the whole thing about David, his power came from the first chrome implant, right? Yeah, it's a military grade. Military uh, grade, yeah. like he runs super fast, like the Flash. It basically gives him like impulse. You know, yeah, he can basically see things super quick. And yeah, to them. so like the whole premise of him I'll focus on that, so he could run around super fast. Nobody yeah. else could catch him, but it does take a toll on him. Right. Yeah. So that was crazy that that still happened. Like his friends dying. Yeah, because he he's not ready for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, that's the whole. Point. Well, again, he has to activate it to see. It. Yeah, he didn't see that coming. No I one know, saw that. That was like one thing that just sucked. Seeing like this guy had the power to prevent it, but if he can't see it, you can't do anything. There's yeah. no point. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that sucked. And not, not to mention the other the crazy guy was going under cyberpsychosis, so he was pretty chromed out too. Yeah, yeah. So even if he kind of saw it, I'm not so sure he would have been able to. See. Stop it. You know who I felt was his Jiminy Cricket after his mom died? Was the Rip Doctor. Because the Rip Doctor kept trying to look out for him. as like, bro, no, you're going to go into cyber psychosis. And uh, he's like, Okay, but that's like a twisted it. story. Because like, he literally gave, he literally put the implant on him. Yeah. And didn't give him any meds. Well, because it was only one piece. Cyber psychosis. No, 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 no. no, no. You, if you keep using the immuno, it. No, he, no, the immuno, uh, immunodepressors. Basically, yeah. when you get any piece of chrome, you need like medicine to like so your body won't reject, reject it. it. Yeah, and so like the uh, the Ripper Doc basically told him like, "Hey, if you die, I get to hold on to this." Yeah. So that's what he did. If you notice, he doesn't spend any money on pain relievers, mm -hmm. and he doesn't give him any medicine. That's why Lucy was like, "Hey, where's your like medicine for this?" And he's like, "Oh, they didn't give me any." Basically, the Ripper Doc wanted him to die, so he can keep the, so the, the piece. Keep the piece. Yeah, but I mean, he, they grow. They, I mean, they establish a relationship, and he yeah. does get the drugs yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But he also didn't give him the drugs because David had a really high tolerance for the chrome. No, 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 no matter no, what, though, this was before, because if he, yeah. he even said like, if you keep using it, yeah, it's gonna kill you. The Ripper Doc knew. Yeah, and the only reason why he was even willing to give him the meds was because Lucy was there forcing him to do it. But that last scene with the Ripper Doc, where he's like, "Here, take this. This is it. After you take this." Like, it's gear, gear over the edge. Oh, when he gave him the bag. Yeah, the of final like, bag. Dude, that bag of, like, uh, super Yeah, yeah. Super he's like, like, 
This is the top of the top, the last of the last. But he, he knew, like, like the Ripper Doc oh, was yeah. like, yeah, the Ripper Doc already knew. He was like, this is it, man. Like, this is the final one. Yeah. But then what was crazy was that after he gave him those drugs, and then David goes to that whole, like, uh, the desert scene. Yeah. Where he, like, goes into the super ultimate armor. And, yeah, like, yeah, the super he, exoskeleton or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was all set up by the corporations. Yes. I was like, so... holy crap, this is so real life right now. Yeah, like, and that's what, like, Lucy was, like, trying to stop. That's what she was, like, erasing everything. Oh, man. And then the... A double agent in the crew was also working uh, for the corporation. Kiwi, well, she wasn't working for the corporation. But once they got a hold of her, she yes. ended up working for hey, them. Hey, what did they say? Don't trust anybody. Yeah. That's the whole point about that lifestyle. It's yeah. like, it's sad because, like, yes, they're friends, but at the end of the day, you can only trust yourself. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, that, but, but, dude, he was super souped up to the armor, yeah. though. Like, but the amount of uh, suppressants yes. they put in that thing, like, it, it came just, in yeah, like just, candy. Yeah. It was like, candy dispensing, injected. Yeah. Do a move, injected. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy's getting injected after every power yeah, move. Man. But he when he controlled gravity, though, that was super cool. Yes. I was like, dude, you control gravity. Like, how in the hell... And, yeah. I don't know. It was just a great overall anime. Yeah. So violent. There's a lot of blood. And the, the, nobody love, was safe. I love the animation just for the sheer fact that it went from like really clean, nice looking stuff, and they would legit go to like Akira style graphics yes. out of like in the fight scenes and stuff. Yep. Dude, the best part for me, best scenes were like when his uh, mentor goes into cyber psychosis. And he just starts blasting <gasps> everybody. Yeah. I was like, dude. <laughs> Okay, so can we okay? Can we? Can, uh, who's the best girl in this anime? Oh, that's the ah, oh, yes. oh my god, you guys, Rebecca, you Rebecca, yes, <laughs> Rebecca is the best girl. Why, dude, she was always looking out for David, no matter what. She was always like looking out for him. She's the one who was like in, injecting him with all like the good drugs that the Ripper At Dog the gave him. At the very end, when he's like, if I start flipping out. You gotta do this for me. Yeah, you're the one who's gotta take care of me. And then when she and she knew she was in love with him the whole time, and she knew that it was never gonna be reciprocated because of Lucy, and she was still down for the cause. I know. I I, I mean I, I I I was really hoping he would realize yeah. that, but he was too in love with yeah. Lucy. And but dude, even I fell in love with Lucy. Like when she took him, or they did that one thing the with the moon. moon. Oh, even I was dude. like, oh my god, that did she song, just take him to yeah, the that moon? That song is in the video game. I was like surprised because I literally thought I was like, oh, they, this this song is probably like for the anime and stuff. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. it's in the video game. Dude, I can't wait. You made me. I just pulled it up on Spotify. I put the. I like the album. I'm about to listen dude, to it on the way home. Like, like just because. What's the name of the song? I think it's like I want to stay at your house or something like that. I your room tonight. I really want to yeah, stay at your house. Yeah, that's Yeah, that's like, listen to that song now. And now that you know everything, it's going to make you cry, bro. It's going to make you cry. <laughs> Dude, no, no. I, I will blame my sister. She's the only one that introduced me to an anime that did make me cry. And that was Your Lie in April. To this oh, day, no, I I'm not going to watch so that. Much. Only because I've, heard, because I've heard it makes people cry. <laughs> that's why. Is that what you want to hear? I'm yeah, not that. That's all I want to hear. But yeah, no. So I, I love Lucy. Like, I get Rebecca. She was like the little sister he yeah. needed. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. Who became like the older sister. Like, I'm going to take your ass out if you go crazy. Um, but, you know, I like Lucy. Dude, that, I was so bummed when Adam Smasher, like, killed her. I was like, dude. Everybody that, was. Just how he yeah, was. Yeah, it's just yeah. like. Uh, he curve stomper from a... <laughs> 50 stories building. <laughs> she never saw it coming. No, man. That was, that was like, man, out of all the ways to go. Like, even Kiwi got a better death. Yeah. Damn. And I just replayed that scene in my head. Yeah, That's not dude. cool, so. Yeah, well, there it is. There you go. So, basically, I love this anime. Nine, no, ten out of ten. Straight up. Ten out of ten. That's what I would ten say. out of ten. 
straight up, I, I'm right there with you, 10 yeah. out of 10. I do ship Rebecca and David. That should have been, <laughs> been the true relationship. Yeah, right? Nothing against Lucy. Nothing against Lucy. Yeah, yeah, no, Lucy was, obviously. Yeah, Lucy was cool. I, ju- I just have a thing for psycho, psycho chicks. Psycho, okay, that's right. Well, we kind of know that one. Well, we know, but now the world knows. Yeah, now you guys know. Joe likes psycho. Joe's type, the psychotic type. Yeah. So if you don't, slide in my DMs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I will go right with you guys. 10 out of 10. Yes. But one thing that I really love is like I backed the video game from day one. Because I love the concept. Yeah, I got yeah. I love the concept on the video game. When they made the anime, I was even more excited. Because yeah, I was like, dude, the game should be an anime. It should be a show. It didn't have to be an anime, but it worked well. That Honestly, it I feel like it worked really well. Yeah, if anime. they tried to yeah. CGI all that, like I don't no, think it would have worked as no. well as it did. Yeah. And then the fact... And I love this fun fact when it pulled up. I even shot it over to Joe. Was that because of how well the anime did, the gamers of the world went back and started playing the origin- the video game that came out to the point where now there are more players playing the video game now than there was yes. at launch. As a matter of fact, they just announced a sequel. Of, to the video game, right? Yeah, to the yeah. video game. And uh, are we going to get season two of uh, Cyberpunk Runners? you think? Uh, that's a tough question. Because uh, it's going to fall back to... The main character that we found love is no, gone. But the, he's gone. Yeah, he's but gone. The, the thing is, like, you can literally make make another story about random mass crew. You know, another crew. Yeah, another it? crew of edge runners. Yeah, Dude. that would just like. But like, did you see the story with like one of the mute, like the songs, where it's like it was another. Um, I forgot her name, but there was this other hacker girl who was part of the, like their crew before David. Um, it's like an ending credit scene or something like that. Ending credit song. Uh-huh. But it tells, like, her story of, like, how, like, this corporation fucked over her mom and she got cancer or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like, she's basically doing this mission to, like, release information on the corporation and she gets found out and stuff. Did you guys not catch that? I did not. Oh, it's in one of the uh, ending themes. One of the ending themes? Yeah. Great. Now I gotta go rewatch them. I did not catch that. There it is. Theme. More extra Cyberpunk Edge Runners for you. Dude. Do you guys know where the storyline for this originally came from? Mm-hmm. No. It was a tabletop RPG game. Oh, yeah. that's No, that I did know. Yeah, it is. Uh, that's where they got all the lore for the video game stuff. From Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk oh, was okay. originally a tabletop game. Wow. Yeah, it came out in like the late 80s. Yeah. Late 80s? Yeah. Jesus. It originally came from there, and they, they're still going now. They've been putting out new content for the tabletop game. They have. Adam Smasher is like a prevalent player. In, like, so that's why he yeah. was such a big-ass yeah, bad. He's like, yeah, he's game. a big baddie in like the whole... But oh my god! I, I want to, I want to get the video game. I want to get the tabletop game for us to play. I want to try course. it all out. I mean, we can try. We can give it a shot. I mean, you got two players right here, yeah. Freddie and Joe. Yeah, you got two edge runners too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll go get some chrome on the way home. <laughs> Cuts it next week. Brian has a grill. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you get chrome chain. Start there. Oh no. Get not chrome gold, not platinum. Uh, we going chrome, gonna, baby. You can get chrome plated. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are there chrome spinners still? Is that still a thing I in the car world? I mean, no, not that died off pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, that died off. Wow. All right, never mind. I yeah. won't try. All I'll right. be good. No, please do it. No, I will never bring them back. That. No, no, it's okay. I, I saw it on the freeway. I saw it on the freeway one time, and I was like, huh? Yeah, the last time I saw it, it was like on a van, like an Astro van. <laughs> I saw it on an Escalade. I died. No, I saw it on an Astro van. Fucking Astro van, dude. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? You know what, Brian? Before you get even any chrome, 
First, get your windows tinted. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you don't have your windows tinted? I don't need to. Oh my god! In California, it's like. I mean, I I mean, I drive for a living, bro. Like even more reason to. But it's I, I don't know. I, I I'll do it next time, okay, uh, Joe? Uh, next time you see me, Jesus, uh, I'll have my. So windows onto our tinted. final spoopy show of the Halloween. So I was trying to get out of here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, all right. So next one up. Oh, we we already gave the everyone takes ten, right? Yeah, we all gave Cyberpunk a ten. Yes, yes. Okay, I, I yeah. forgot if we cut Brian off or not. Dude, <laughs> no, you no. were like he's right like, here. Yeah, he's like he's at a ten. Jesus, I'm sorry. First bona fide ten, ten, ten. Yeah, this is the yeah, first yeah. time we all had the yeah. same rating, and we even gave everything a ten. Like, yeah, that was kind of monumental, man. And you weren't there for it. <laughs> Where were you, Joe? I zoned out for a minute. He's thinking about Psycho Girls. He already, no, he already, I, I see it in his eyes. He's got a little cyber psychosis going oh, on. Oh, that's it. <laughs> He's a goner. Well, no, I was actually thinking about this next thing we're going to talk about. What? Uh, Hellraiser. Oh. Yeah, I was Hellraiser. trying to remember the name of the puzzle box. <laughs> oh, oh, my What is the God. name of the puzzle box? It's a Le Machans. I'm not even going to, what? It's a French name. It's like, I, think, I want to say it's called Le, Ma, Le Machans. Le Machans. Le Machans. But yeah, uh, the name of the that's the name of the guy who created the puzzle box. Oh, okay. Yeah, but oh my, all right. So so yeah, I was gonna say let's okay, get into so this. first let's set the premise, okay? So Joe wanted us to watch a show named Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost, then we found out it was an actual movie, yeah, right. and then you also find out in just a little title on because it's on Hulu. They tell you right there it's from the original Hellraiser, so it's a remake, which came out what year, dude? Like. Ooh, like 85, 84? Okay. All right. right, So just to let you guys know, I'm actually not familiar, well, not super familiar with the franchise. You've never seen the original movies, but you know about them. Yes, exactly. Same here, so. Yeah. That, that, I think that kind of made me enjoy the movie a lot more because I didn't have anything to judge it on. Mm. But I also went back and looked up, like, everything they said in this movie. Like, everything, 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 because it was very interesting. I I am a huge horror movie fan. I have seen almost all the Hellraiser movies. I haven't seen the ones where they they did recently with the new person as Pinhead because they brought in a, a Mexican dude to portray him later on. Okay. And he looked very like he's. Wait, wait. So, question: How many how many Hellraiser movies are before this? Five. Five. I count seven. Seven. Yeah, we got Hellraiser uh, originally came out in '87. Then Hellraiser three, Hell on Earth, Hellraiser Bloodline, Hellraiser Judgment, Hellraiser Hellworld, Hellraiser Revelations, and Hellraiser Inferno. My gosh. They really milked that franchise before it's even modern times. I know, right? Just goes to show you, milking uh, franchises has been a thing since the '80s, apparently. Apparently, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So, a couple things I had issues with this. I thought it started off really, really, really slow. It did. Um, it, the movie's over two hours, right? Two hours. It's almost exactly yeah. two hours. Yeah, uh, one hour. No, no. Yeah, you're right. Two hours. Yeah, and I just I did have problems with the first half. Honestly, I thought it was really, really slow. I didn't. I couldn't care. For any of the characters, especially how, the main character. Dude, how could you not care about recovering drug addict? Like, that is the basic premise of almost every movie. I feel like that was the biggest issue. It's like, your main character... Okay, this is sounds this sounds tough. They're trying to make her, like, untrustworthy. They think if she starts talking about this, oh, are you high? Are you drunk? But, like, that was never really, like, a big, prominent, like... It really thing. wasn't. I think that's what, it, in the script, it was really going to be that way. Yeah, okay. I could see that being, like, a thing in the script. But she just comes off as incredibly unlikable, and she's literally everything her brother did not want to happen happened. You know, yeah. like yeah, and and the brother tried to look out for her, but even like in the beginning, he's like, you know what, I can't deal with you. 
get out. Yeah. And he kicks her out. And I was like, like, damn. Like, this, has, this had happened previously. That's why everyone else was like, don't leave. You know, like. He's just mad right now. Yeah. yeah. He's kicked her out before. It's yeah. happened. But the thing is, I mean, it happens a lot of times with like families who deal yeah, exactly. with. Exactly. And who deal with problematic uh, issues. So well. they're trying to make it relatable to. But that's the thing. Like, I mean, is it really relatable? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, well, there's there a line. I mean, actually, never mind. We, we can pull up statistics, <laughs> yeah, but we'll save it for another day. I'm an only, uh, yeah, yeah, only child yeah. with no extended family. So, uh, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, I was like, I wouldn't do it. Right, so we know who can't relate to brothers and sisters in movies and films. It's yeah, solid. actually, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so no, um, the only single child Mexican. Right? <laughs> pulled me out of the ground, full-fledged <laughs> adult. You know, <laughs> they're like, they saw him and like, we don't need to reproduce anymore. We're good here. <laughs> I'm the apex. What can I say? Oh, you're also the reason why they didn't want to reproduce anymore. So you think you want that? So that's fair. That's fair. But no. So I, I get what they were trying to do to establish a character that you wanted to root for, recovering addict. Oh yeah, I hope she does good. Then yeah. the puzzle box enters her life. But did you want her to even do good? Like, why should we like her besides her being a drug addict? I. You always root for the underdog. No. See, the thing is, it's a horror movie. You're not supposed to like the person who's who's a star. I, You're yeah. supposed to like There's, in horror movies. I always feel like they want you more to root for the villain. You want to see the deaths. You want to see all the crazy fucked up shit. And okay. that's that's literally well, yeah. what I look forward to in horror movies. I'm not gonna lie. All right. So here's I'm already rewriting this movie. Good job. <laughs> we did that with Satman. I know okay. we did it. Yeah. So I would focus on the house, the mansion. The one that became a cage. Yeah, I would focus on that. Okay. And you know how there the guy there was an inside man. Yes. Right. Which I like. I like that, that idea. Was, another that another series with a double agent. Yeah. Yeah. I I legit called that. Yeah. Probably yeah. About as soon as he said, "Hey, I know a place." I'm like, he's, <laughs> he either knows what this thing is, or he's literally working for the guy. Who, yeah. When when he was like when the girl that was dying was like, "Oh, there was someone in the walls," and he was like, "I don't, I, don't, I couldn't hear what she made what she said." Yeah. I was like, "All right." All right, buddy. Yeah. Okay. I knew he knew what the yeah. puzzle was back when they went visited the the maid in the. She wasn't a maid. Well, she was she? like his estate. Like, she, was, estate. she was his lawyer. Yeah. Okay. That one. That was so dumb too. It was very dumb. But he the way um he knew what the box was was shown there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, he knows. Yeah. And then that progress and she. Does. So, I, the way I would do it is honestly like that first half of the movie was super boring. It's just like the boyfriend. Who was the inside man? Should have just invited all of her friends and family to this mansion. Like it would have been like, hey, you know what? Like I know your brother doesn't like me, but what if uh, that what... would have been Hell World, right? They did that in Hell. Oh, is that what it is? Oh my god! Literally, the guy turns a mansion into a giant puzzle box for it, and he like oh, there it is. Jesus, good job, Sal. I know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. But like, come that on, was the, the third mansion, or fourth movie. The mansion was like such a wasted like opportunity. You know, that's only when it got good is when they got to the mansion to begin with. Because really then you started understanding yeah, the mansion was yeah. a puzzle and a cage. But that was cool. And... Like that, those parts of the movie were cool. Like it wasn't until the other half where everything's already kind of happening. Then, like, I actually started getting involved in this. Like, when when the lawyer died, it was just so, like... Uh... That was very, like... That was all, like, just kind of, like, build up to explain and give you background on the puzzle box, really. Yeah, but, That's all it really is. Yeah, but there's so many better ways to do that. Like There are, but it's hard to do that when you're, like, really just stuck in one place like yeah. that. Unless you... Unless you come across the journals... Somehow in the mansion. Yeah, that's force feeding information, and I they were trying to show you as opposed to just like straight up blurting out and just spilling all the information. Yeah. Which honestly, what I felt they should have done instead of they should have made it into a series. 
a four four episode hour long series. Four episode, okay. You can literally do that the mini series of four to six episodes. I was gonna say you should do the series with each uh, configuration. Yeah. Oh. And literally name each episode one of the configurations. That, that would be very cool. That totally is very it. cool. That's that, actually genius. That's yeah, that's yeah. actually great. I mean I still feel like most of it should have been on the mansion promise like premises. because um, that was the most interesting part for me. It, uh, it really picks up speed there. That's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Because that's where things started going a little bit more haywire. We started seeing a lot more of the Cenobites, which honestly, I that was my favorite thing was the I was gonna say, design yeah. of the Cenobites. The designs were actually really, really good. For the what now? The Cenobites, I guess, is what they're the called. The demons uh, that keep showing up. Pinhead. Yeah. The, uh, I just wanted to hear the name again because I know I'm not the yeah. only one that's like listening to you guys and they're going to be like, what the hell what did they say? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what was it? I loved uh, Pinhead's voice. Yeah. Don't. Oh my god. Joe was so worried about that, bro. Like, since day really? one, he literally sent me uh, a meme and be like, I hope they don't ruin his voice. <laughs> I was well, like, no, because I was curious how they're going to do it because... It's a woman? That's... It's a trans woman. Oh, okay. So, the thing is, with in the book, if you actually read Hellbound Heart, when they describe Pinhead, one, they never name him Pinhead. It's always a priest. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Definitely caught that vibe when I was like watching it. You know, yeah. like, this guy's coming off like he's preaching something to somebody. Yeah. No, literally, like they're supposed to be like angels almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's like in a but in a weird yeah. twisted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got that vibe. But um, he was always considered the priest in the book. Gotcha. But when they said he spoke, it was very um. And it, it wasn't deep. It wasn't high pitch. It was very like kind of monotone. Yeah. It was like mid range, so you can't tell if it's a man or a woman. Gotcha. They legit in the books. I don't know with all the scarring, all the missing pieces of flesh. I cannot tell if this used to be a man or a woman. Yeah, and they did a really, really perfect job actually of like portraying that. No, they did a great job. I was actually very pleasantly surprised with how they sounded. Yeah, the actual scenes where like people are getting mutilated and stuff were good. Dude, the actual horror aspect of it was interesting. Like, you know, I, not that there's a lot of horror in this. Movie. You know, my what the, favorite moment was uh, Nori. Dude, Nori's death scene in the walls, where like the one who chicken was in the van. Oh, dude, I felt so bad for her. Like oh, the I one felt, that got yeah, bent backwards. Yeah, literally they. They hook into her shoulders and yeah. her feet, and they have one in her chest, okay. and they raise her off the yeah. ground. That, was that girl like, did not deserve that. No, then, she no. didn't. And then also, like, they never bring her up again. She's like, hey, don't you want your brother back? What about Nori? <laughs> <laughs> well, she was doing it. She was literally going through it trying to bring her brother yeah. back the entire time. That's yeah, I, I know, but, like, up. she went there to go help the, the main character out, and no yeah. one even cares about her after you, she died. You know what all the deaths kind of reminded me of? It drew me flashbacks to Final Destination series. Like, hardcore, because of all the crazy deaths that happened in Final Destination. But that, I mean, I guess. I'm not a big fan of Final Destination, so it's Well, just... uh, you've never been a really big fan of horror, no, right? No, no. So, yeah. it was hard for me to, like, get into, like I said, get into this movie to begin with. But I was in it at the end. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah. Did not like how, like, she stabs one of the Xenophiles and then... Xenobites. Yeah, Xenobites, Xenobites. whatever. No, that, the ch- when she stabbed the Chatter, I did not like that either. Yeah. I was kind of like, no, that's... That is a very, very horrible way to write off something. Yeah, exactly. And then they never really use it again. Well, she that tried. was a plan. That she was a tried. plan. The she end. wanted yes, to do it again, yeah. and then she got, yeah. what, she met yeah, what, into what, a wall? What, yeah, I don't know. I don't get what happened. Oh, they couldn't find it to stab the other one. Because well, the guy she, came she, and took it. She bumped into one of the, the glass cases for the artwork in the yeah. room. Yeah. She dropped it, and the dude who was in the wall yeah. wait, found it, picked it up, and then he stabbed uh, Malcolm. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're really good at the names, man. Yeah, I'm always say, impressed, yo. Like, geez, I'm so glad you know names because I'll be like, the guy with the glasses, <laughs> the insider guy, <laughs> the <Yeah>. sister. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the insider guy, like, that was an interesting twist again. Um, I, I feel like this could have been 
more easily. He was the worst insider, though. Yeah, he was. Because he was not trying to do what the guy wanted. He was like, at one point, he was like, just throw in the river. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be around that thing. No, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, true. would you want to touch it if you knew what yeah, it did? Like, he should have been the one to invite them to the fucking mansion. Yeah, he should have. Well, no, he should have been the one. Like he, should, like what it should have popped up one at one point, and like said, "Hey, I found all this information on that guy." Yeah, exactly. He should have been the That's one to exactly. lead her there. Yeah, he should have been did all the work himself. He should have been doing doing the breadcrumbs. Like exactly, yeah. they didn't need the lawyer for that. First of all, to like, oh, this is not like I thought that was kind of lame. And also, I kind of wish we would have got to see her and Mike's death more. Yes, we do, yeah we don't get to see that at we all. We don't. The brother yeah. goes into the bathroom, and like literally the whole point of this is like how people are getting like murdered. Yeah, that kind of sucked. That's why I told you I was looking forward to that. Like in the horror movies, and, and you, you want to know, know how they die. And you know that the lawyer was a terrible person. Yeah, because like she helped. What's his name, Mister Voight? Voight. Yeah. Yeah, like you knew she was a terrible person. Let us see how she dies. I, and she was already dying because yeah, of like yeah, lung yeah, cancer yeah, or something. I was yeah. like. I hope she gets stabbed. She's already dead. Yeah, Might as well make like, it flashy. But like, they don't show us that. That's what I'm saying. It's like I was really bored with this movie up until they get to the mansion. Nah. That's the only time it gets good. And then, I mean, also like the idea of trapping these beings in that fucking cage. I thought that was really cool. You could have done more with that. You know a movie I think you might like based on what you just said, so 13 Ghosts. Have you seen it? I have not. You will you love the hell movie. out of it. Okay, how about... Okay, well, I'll we'll do that. How about we do that for one of these horror movies that we need to I watch? I mean, we can talk about it next yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of my personal favorite horror movies, so more on that later. All right, all right. Tony all right, more on that later, yeah. Huh? Tony Shalhoub. Uh, wasn't that... Oh, The Monk. The show Monk. The guy... Dude, I thought you were going to talk about my boy uh, Shaggy in that movie. Oh, no, no, no. I love that guy. All right, anyway. All right, back all right, to all, all right. So, um, one thing I always like when they do these reboots or remakes, whatever you want to call them, is as time goes on, the... CGI gets better. Yeah. The costumes get better. The effects get better. Like, I cringed when they pulled back the guy's arm oh, with the yes. wires. Like oh, that, that was is, a good scene. That yeah. that's, that gives me goosebumps because that feels like something that could happen to me. You know, yeah. just get my cu- arm caught somewhere and like the skin pull back. Also, feel like we could have used a little bit more of that because he is a bad guy and he, he gets his comeuppance. You yeah. know, like, could have used a little more of that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I just like. How she kept using the box to be like, no, 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 don't kill him. Kill this guy. I'll stab him. <laughs> and then, like, she didn't even get the knife at the last place. She just got the pointy yeah, in the box. Like, like, yeah. Well, at that point, the final thing had already been done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why. She still found a way to change like, just, who was going to stab him. And I was like, you know, kudos to you, girl. You finally made the box. It's like the one baby. guy that survives. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God. But the death scenes in this actually were great. Yeah, I yeah. do enjoy those. My favorite thing though is could have used more of that. Though. Oh, I could definitely. That was my only. That was my only. Should have been. Yeah. Everybody should have died. Everyone equally should yeah. gruesome. Yeah, we could have seen it all. We didn't need to see all the scenobites at the death scenes. All I wanted to see were the chains coming out to do the death scenes. Yeah, because with Mike, all we got to do was see uh, hear the chains. We didn't get to see anything. Exactly. Yeah. With the uh, lawyer, lawyer, we saw the chains like the room change, and we saw like the ch- a chain kind of like we heard the chain noise. Yeah. And then nothing. Exactly. We mm-hmm. needed to see those deaths. It would have added like, dr- like weight to like the consequences of getting stabbed by this. You yeah. Know? Cause, like, early first, on. Yeah. Because the first one we actually get to see is Nori's. It, yeah, the gruesome one. Yeah, that's the first gruesome one. They just ripped her whole back yeah, off. Yeah, dude. dude. I felt so bad. Just like, <sighs> little British girl trying to save her friend. Peace. Oh, I'll tell you, each death like, made me cringe, and that's when I know it's good. Yeah. <laughs> when deaths make you cringe, yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm watching a good movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I liked about this a lot, though, is I don't know if you noticed this, but um, every now and then, especially when they went into the other world, 
they made the footage look grainy. I didn't notice that, but... I caught it, and I thought it was just, like, low quality at that point. Ah. I think it was just kind of like a, a small homage to the older movies. Gotcha. That could be it. Yeah. That could be that it. That makes sense. That would yeah. make way more sense. I was yeah. like, maybe their budget is, like, running out right now. <laughs> <laughs> so then I have to ask, did you like the movie all the way through? I, wait, wait, I got a better question. Did you watch the originals? Me and Saul didn't, so we're kind of like, we're taking this as our yeah. first taste of Hellraiser. Obviously, it got Saul's interest, so he may want to go back to watch the other films. It did, actually. It uh, did. The yeah. fact that there's seven out there. And I, I don't know if I'm going to watch all seven. I, I think I just want to watch the ones yeah. that are good. Yeah, <laughs> so, right, right. So, so, Joe, bring us into the Hellraiser world. Which ones should we watch? Which ones have you watched that you liked? And, like, was there any callbacks to the other films? Because me and Saul just saw this for the first time. We love the puzzle box, the different configurations, how each one were named. That got yeah, the, the names were really yeah, interesting. Yeah, and like yeah. the gifts. They're yes. gifts. So yeah. I'm assuming everybody gets a gift at the end of every movie. Do they though, Joe? Play tell. Okay, so in the original movies, uh, for one thing, uh, the first movie, it honestly almost has no Cenobites in it. Oh. I figured. I knew Interesting. It. I knew yeah. it. I knew it because of the level of Cenobites in this film. I was like... Huh, I wonder if they did these in the other ones. They didn't. Thank you, Joe, for answering that question. Well, no, they're there, and you but see all of them. not as prominent. Not as prominent, because in the first one, literally what happens is one of this, this one guy, literally, he is a uh, sex fiend. He's he, a what? Sex, sex fiend. fiend. He's sex. a sex addict. Sex addict, got it. So he goes into like the world, and he has sex with everyone he can, but he gets to the point where he's like going beyond normal like kings. pleasures and yeah. kings. He wants to get into like more crazier BDSM. Like, he gets into BDSM. He wants to go further. Got it. And he finds out about the puzzle box. And literally the whole thing is like, we will show you pleasures you will not understand. And in the book, it's kind of the same thing. In the book, is like he's doing the same thing. He's trying to find this puzzle box to get more pleasure. And mm. the way but the that's Cenobites... All, yeah, that's also what the main stuff, yeah. antagonist in this film wanted, right? He wanted, no. He, he wanted, wanted pleasure. Wanted... No, he wanted to... Like he wanted sensation. sensation because uh, he already had everything. Yeah. And that's when they gifted him that very... Oh, that hurt too. Every time I watched it. Anyway, go on, Joe. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. But he wanted to uh, pretty much feel the ultimate pleasure. And that's what the, the box promises you. And when Pinhead first shows up to him, he goes, We will show you all the pleasures. We will show you all the sensations. And that's where they start flaying his skin. They literally... Whoa. The chains come out and they start ripping off chunks yeah. of skin. And... He, his soul gets trapped in the house he does that which is his brother's house and he starts trying to come back to life and he's talking to those brother's wife who he had an affair with okay that's Dude, weird he gave me goosebumps yeah. hearing this go on <laughs> and the way that he is able to come back to life is he needs blood so the wife starts kidnapping people luring them in with sex and they, she would kill them and feed blood to this guy this is such a weird like like story <laughs> you know it kind of reminded me of an episode on the marvel what ifs when vision was a vision that was feeding wanda like humans to keep her alive because she was a zombie i did not see that episode oh yeah. my god okay that yeah. gave me same vibes right now what he was saying i'm like dude that reminds me of that but she was killing these guys and he was slowly coming back to life and every time she would kill someone he'd become more stronger at first like he's just like a little a sack of like just meat with like no real bone that he's just like standing there and like he can't really like he's not strong enough to actually do anything yeah but she keeps killing he gets stronger and stronger that's the point where he's literally just a body with no skin hmm. and he's like trying to like he's trying to like, he's trying to feed more and more but at this point nothing's helping him so he says i'm gonna kill my brother and take his skin 
Oh, that's so weird. This isn't even about the box anymore. No, it's not. They literally went somewhere else. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, this is... Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, right. now I'm happy about the one we watched. You know, honestly, it was all like, about the yeah. box. Oh, no, the and... box does come back to the play because the daughter finds the box, finds out what everything that's going on. And she actually activates the box. And she brings the Xenobites back. And they're mad because this dude who... Should the be name dead. Is fr- the uncle. Who should be dead. Who should be dead. Frank, he escaped from the world oh, of the Oh, so, okay, gotcha, yeah. So they want to take him back. She goes, yeah. you can have him. Like, just leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I, I brought you here for him. So they capture him again. They take his soul back. And literally the whole thing is, like, to them, like, we're going to show you everything. Yeah. We're going to show you all feelings. So you, can know, you can't know pure pleasure unless you know pure pain. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. But, like, Clyde Barker's always is, um... Is like kind of into the BDSM world. Like he actually. Like, yeah, you could tell. Yeah. I was gonna say this is kind of obvious. Um, but in the first one, they actually all like wear like leather and stuff like that. Yes, and that's kind of like what I remember the visuals of like Hellraiser. As, yeah, which that's... makes. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But what I like about the new one they did was they're they're pretty much they're naked. naked. But the way they rip the skin off and open and expose it, the skin then almost looks like clothing. Yeah, it does, which was really cool until the ending. Well, that's how we know. Like, it's, he gets turned into one of them. Yeah, that, but, that's what choosing. But I was gonna say, sorry to bring it back to this same uh, the new movie. What I did like because I hated the main character. I hated her guts. No, Riley yeah. was kind of annoying. And so, like at the end, they're like, "Well, you killed all your friends, and um, I guess now you live with uh, shame and regret." Because she didn't choose a gift. No, no, no. Which, no that, that, is that was gift. that is a gift. The one where you choose to first... live with the English. I mean, she killed. It's knowledge. Yeah, she killed all of her friends and her brother. Damn. Yeah, think about it. She literally killed all her friends except the one guy. But so, but then, so why did she turn into one of those uh, Xenobite? No, because that's if you choose power. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she, oh. she's like, her gift is that she now has to live knowing. So she doesn't get transformed. She no, no, she right. just has to live with that She knowledge. killed everybody. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, if I win, I kill everybody. I want to go be a Xenobite. I'd be like, all right, dude, uh, power, let's go. I don't well, want to be here anymore. Everybody what, I know and love dying. Well, like, that's what Boyd chose, right? Like, And, and look what happened to well, him. No, the best part is, like, he he wanted to just kill me. I just I don't want to be Oh, right, anymore. yeah, yeah. And she goes, see, you chose the wrong gift. You chose sensation. But in life, everything you chase for, everything you strive for, you did it for power. So allow us to give you the le- the, uh, Leviathan. the greatest, yeah, Leviathan configuration, which is like their greatest gift. No, what was funny is how he sounded when he uh, when the guy was trying to give back the gift. He's like, gifts can't be given back; <laughs> they can only be exchanged. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god, this guy works retail. <laughs> In hell, in hell. He works retail in hell. He's like, hey, if you work retail, you know you're in hell. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> yes. If you've ever so, yeah. retail. Once he's, there was no, there's only exchanges. I was like, damn, I've said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then here comes massive chain yeah. through the chest. Yeah, through the chest. Gone. Oh, don't you wish you could do that to customers? <laughs> Dude, I could summon a puzzle box it's and like, just oh, come through. For you, our greatest product yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, um. And then you no. turn them into one of your own. <laughs> you hire them. <laughs> You are now a GA. <laughs> oh, God. This is how I ended up in GameStop. <laughs> you love video games, do you? Well, then let us give you the greatest gifts anyone who loves video games could ever have. Work at a video game store. <laughs> Not like this. No, take it back. Take it back. And how they slowly like just took him through the roof. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. What a way to go. <laughs> and then the transformation at the end... That was pretty that cool. That was cool. That, that was, was really cool. It, yeah. Like, I forgot it was him. Yeah. Like, he was 
definitely didn't look the same. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought it was somebody see. else that I yeah. didn't get introduced to the film. I was like, is this the same guy? <laughs> Honestly, when I saw it happening, I thought they were going to turn him into the new Chatterbox, the one that, oh, one yeah, that died, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, they're replacing the one that died. Yeah. And then they but like, they were technically just, you know. Kind of. Yeah. Then when they pulled back this map, yeah. oh man, I'm telling you, when it made me cringe, I was like, that's a good death scene. It and was. it wasn't a death scene, it, wasn't. it was a it transformation was, yeah. scene. Yeah. But um, in the original movies, pretty much the story was whoever because it's very hard to find the puzzle box is even more difficult to solve it because you got to kill so many people right no, these guys were just solving there's only it. one configuration in the movies oh what the hell they changed it for this so all these configurations were made for the reboot yeah ah. oh. i mean the uh, names are cool no the names are definitely yeah. cool but like, to be fair like was it really a puzzle box like the thing just switched itself and then it just well like, it only switched itself after it got its victim so getting after, into the configuration after cool. it had the, you get a knife after True. I had and then the yeah okay you're right okay so now you only need to solve it once right no yeah. well every time you get a victim so you no, solve but it like nobody's solving it it's it's like nobody solves it it just kind of does itself no no they had you, actually turn it like, every time to pull out the yeah. knife yeah. like you the knife will come out knife. and that whoever blood came and fed it and then it will transform into the next configuration yeah the next configuration yeah. and, and then, at that point you have to solve the next puzzle to get the knife back out and keep it going until the last configuration then you just stab people with the last configuration. <laughs> but uh yeah uh honestly you guys should watch the first one it is actually really good still so yeah. the first one yeah. the 1987 one yes yes okay uh hellraiser um i want to say bloodline was part two bloodline and then two. hell world was three Are i can say good? I <laughs> yeah i was gonna say three is kind of where it starts going downhill yeah. for me all right gotcha uh one and two i for sure recommend three i mean you can watch it. It's not great. That's but it's... a no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. So. But um, it does like actually take you into the Cenobites world, which is really cool to see. Mm, Wait, which one? Which one takes like me into the Cenobites world? Number three. Hell world, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. Too much exposition. Wow. You know what? So what else are you doing with your time? <laughs> Jesus. But I recommend those three. After that, it can, it kind of going downhill. I know after I think the fourth one, they recast Pinhead. Hmm. And um. I haven't seen any of those. Would you be upset if they make another Hulu uh, Hellraiser? Ooh. Not at all. You liked it. If they continue the storyline, yeah. and we get to yeah. see these same Cenobites, and we get to get the the director and writer for this one to come back, I'd be very happy. I Which, think that you can definitely improve upon this. I mean, as a rough, like, not a rough draft. But it like, didn't need to be yeah. two hours, for it did one. Not. Yeah. And it did, and the whole beginning can be sped up a little bit more. Yeah. But I like Brian's idea of a six-episode arc. An hour that would have been great with yeah. each figuration. Yeah. yeah, that would have been great. Um, I don't think we'll get that. I wouldn't be opposed to another movie, um, as long as it's slimmed down and more focused. Don't yeah. have a problem with that at all. I would like to see a. I would like to see a sequel to this. I would too. I would totally like to see that. Honestly, I think this should get a nomination. Like, it won't get a nomination, but I think it should get a costume oh, nomination okay. for awards. Yes, I agree. I do agree with you there, the, dude. Those yeah. Cenobites outfits were amazing. Yep, I uh, totally agree. I mean, the guy who played the original Pinhead, uh, Doug Bradley, Yeah. Um, he played the original uh, Pinhead, and he was blown away by Jamie Clayne's Pinhead in the reboot. No, it was great. It he, was, was, yeah. he wrote it in a Twitter post. He's like, I'm a bit blown away by this. The clever redesign of the makeup, the shimmer of the Pinheads, the palette, whatever that keyhole locket tracheotomy thing is <laughs> at the throat, it's simple, subtle, disturbing, and sexy. And I was like, it, wow. It, honestly, yeah, the designs were really, really good. My only problems were just the characters and the, the, the how the story moved. Yeah, the protagonists were the main issue yeah. for it. And the <laughs> timing of it was in the very first 45 yes. minutes, very slow. I agree. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, it picked up. I 
can't say I hated this movie. I, you know, it wasn't my taste particularly, but I would give this, I would give this an eight out of ten. Ooh, very solid. Rating. Seven point five to eight. Seven point five to eight. Yeah. Okay, you just don't like the bad guys. <laughs> yeah. I just do not like. I do not <laughs> like it. Yeah, it shows. But it, you know, she a guy gets who sibling. She lists. gets her yeah. comeuppance at the end, and I get that. Like she literally did kill all her friends. Yeah. yeah you think she's gonna go back to the drug life after that? She gonna relapse? No. I don't think so. I think she got relapsed. Uh, don't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's a horror movie. Yeah. It's all relapsed. But obviously, no. But that, I was going to say, like, if they make a sequel, I don't think you need to bring these characters back. No, I think you just yeah. find somebody, yeah. pick exactly. up the puzzle box, and start all exactly. over. Like, yeah. So you gave it a what? 7.58? 7.5 to 8 out of 10. All right. All right. So because I know nothing about the other Hellraisers, this is my first take on it, I would tell other people to watch this film. So I'm going to give it a solid 8. Uh, it takes at least an eight for me yeah, to be like, hey, I want movie, you to watch this. Yeah, if you're looking for a horror, a new horror movie for this Halloween season, yeah, I'd recommend it. I put it on the list. For me, I'm going to say eight and a half to nine. Ooh, oh, that's pretty cool. good. You went higher than both of us. Yeah. I wholeheartedly enjoyed this. I have seen the older ones. I gotcha. do like the changes they make. I like some of the stuff they kept the same. Uh, one of my favorite things that I honestly felt was at first really kind of like off-putting, but I grew to like it better towards the end. Were the actual pins in Pinhead's head, because they they're at, they look like the actual like push pins yeah. that you, your grandma has for when she sews and like she's like you know doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, and I'm like that's weird because I remember in the original there were nails. Oh shit! They were just straight oh, up nails. Whoa. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. But the fact that like as your Brian was saying that um Doug Bradley said the thing like the way they shimmer in the light they, yeah they yeah, show yeah. off a lot better. Yeah, yeah, this is true. They, this they, is that, very true. Whoever was the yeah. character, the, the costume designer, the costume designer, and the director, yeah, they, they nailed it together. It's just, uh, so good. Honestly, nope, the, the designer is just whoever did this. Honestly, deserves to get a an Oscar yeah, for honestly. sure. Because I cannot think of any other movie that has gone this far no. and because those and are all. You have to, I was gonna say like you have to admit like the effects. Was it a combination of like real and CGI? No. Was it all CGI? No, like these are actual costumes. No, I'm talking about the effects, like the dismembering scenes. Oh, like a lot of it was practical. It has some CGI elements. To no, it. I'm thankful for the suit. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that's amazing. But because yeah. you in a world of CGI, or even in Marvel, their costumes are CGI. Yeah, you honestly, know, like, when it comes to horror movies, I hate when I see a lot of CGI yeah. in them because it takes you out. That's what Same. I'm saying. It's like I'm glad that they went through the trouble to make like real fucking designs for these things, and some of the effects look like they're practical. No, like when the arms. Yeah. Leave, when yeah. they sleeve the arm, See, that, that was practical. When you saw Nori hanging on the yes. hooks and you saw them in the skin, and they did the close-up of the yes. hook skin, that was practical. Yeah. And that's... Her hanging there with the chains on her, that they CGI'd out the heart of the hells her up, mm-hmm. but the chains and the, the attachment to the skin, that was practical. See, that's amazing, and that's what makes... Like, honestly, like this movie could have been an easily like a 6 or a 5 for me, right? If it had not been for those scenes, like just the fact that they threw that in there, went the extra effort for me... I mean, race it so much more than what could have been. That's what makes you cringe. The the, yes. the stuff that you see that makes it look real. Yes, like exactly. CGI is CGI. Like Joe said, it takes you out of it. Ex- but yeah, it takes you. Uncanny Valley. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, what. I so love. yeah, that's what made me really kind of like happy about this. That's good, and that's why Joe rated it a nine. A nine, right? Nine. Damn. All right, that's, that's solid. That's, that's strong. I hope to see a sequel, a better done sequel, but. We'll see. Honestly, like I said, if they actually spin this off and just do a the next the next sequel, and do it as a TV series, that'd be great. That would be amazing. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Like just do it like they did the old school uh, Stephen King It movie. Yeah, with Tim Curry because they did that as like straight to TV movies. 
but like there are two short ones that everyone combined to an actual one yeah. long movie. Gotcha. See that? It's just I don't know if marketing wise, I don't know if that's something studios are interested in. But I think you're right. I think ultimately it would tell a better story. It, it'll help you not only flesh out your main characters and make them actually like relatable and yes. likable. Because yeah. that's you need why to care about the people at least a little bit about the people that are dying. The hardest scene for me was when Nori died. Like, <laughs> well, see the thing is like I don't think you're supposed to care about her. You're supposed to care about everyone around her because yeah. she is literally destroying their lives. Yes, and she does. Yeah, they were all like watching out for this girl, and she went and just yeah. said, and it was "Just like we're gonna kill, kill you all." Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that, that movie. Honestly, I cannot wait for a sequel. I really hope they yes, can I, it. I do hope they make a sequel. And honestly, I think this is what Hollywood needs as like a wake up call. Yeah. In terms of horror movies, because a lot of them nowadays are being so CGI to the point where it can't be enjoyed. I mean, if you look at the last Nightmare on Elm Street movie they did, the remake they did, that was complete trash because of how much CGI they put into it. There's no practical effects in that almost. It's because it's cheap. It's, the it's easy. The last uh, Child's Play the movie they did was horrible because of that too. Same thing? Just uh, they CGI'd the fucking toy? What? I mean, have they you do? seen the series no, that's going on right now? That is actually really well done. I can't, I'm actually waiting for the episodes to build up so I can binge a couple of them this for guy. the second season. Uh-huh. But um, I guess the first season was amazing. I love it. I love that. Isn't it more than like a lot of CGI there, Joe? There's a lot in that one, but the way they actually have someone in a suit of Chucky running around to do all that stuff, because in the movie they did, there was no one in a suit. It was literally just the doll, or they had a CGI movement of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It just when it comes to kills and they try to go over the top with the gruesome kills, they don't do a good job when it comes to CGI like it burns on the people like it's better we oh, have like, tac- yeah. like tactile yeah. practical look yeah, yeah they're going for like over the top murders and kills and yep. instead of just like a simple <laughs> 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 yeah. knife to the neck yeah knife to the neck yeah well not only that but you could if you actually were to put uh, the green sleeve on someone's arm and then try to CGI burn wounds onto them it doesn't no. look good yeah. mm-hmm. and they do that a lot because it's cheaper to do that than it is it to is, actually yeah. have someone come in and prosthetically put on the burns with a makeup and with all the prosthetics they can do. And, and you know what's funny? Time consuming you too, say for that, sure. It's like I was just watching The Princess Bride and when he had like his shoulder burned up and I was like, oh, that was really good. It's like, how did they just do that? <laughs> sorry. That's, a, that's like, a, sorry, I took it somewhere else, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do practical effects, Hollywood. Don't say you can't. Quit being lazy. Yeah, quit being lazy. That's my biggest Dude, thing. Tom Savini, Rick Baker, these guys literally have like made a living off making practical effects for horror movies, for regular movies. But, like, horror movies always thrive on it because that's what you want. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, a lot of horror movies nowadays, from my understanding, are on a cheap budget. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, but even back in the day, they had a cheap budget. So then, what's the deal, Hollywood? <laughs> the problem is, it got to the point where you can save money by CGIing yourself than to do the practical effects. Before, they didn't have CGI, so they had to do yeah, practical. Yeah, but it's like, it just looks so bad. And... It does. And it's just horror movies don't bring in a ton of money because you know there are fans of it. Yeah, there's a cult following. They have a horror con in LA every year, which I would love to go to. But um, we'll do a horror con episode of one of these. It uh, just ended. Yeah. Well, next time then. <laughs> next, year, next, next year. Next year. Next year, guys, we'll have a horror con episode. Stay tuned. But um, all of next year, yes. Just stay tuned all the year. <laughs> that was smooth. So that was smooth. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's just practical effects are what make things very real for people Agreed. when you can see the practical effects it's what makes you actually feel that cringe it makes you unsettled because it looks real to you the CGI has uncanny valley to where you're like I you know it looks good yeah. but I know for a fact that's not real yeah 
and it takes you out of the kind of moment. So that's what makes me cringe. Practical effects. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense, though. But yeah, so nine. Brian, I don't think you gave your score. You did. I did. You give it, a, you give it an eight and a half. Or eight. An eight? Yeah. Wow, this guy just doesn't pay attention to my scores, bro. That's twice in this episode. You know what? Again, why why Alexa's better? (laughs) See, Alexa would have listened. She's always listening. (laughs) My point exactly. At least someone does. Somebody (laughs) listens. (laughs) All right, guys. With that being said, I think those are our broken point of views on uh, three different series. That they are. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was two movies in a series. All right, all right. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to our broken point of views. Of course... Please like and subscribe on Spotify and Apple to, uh, Podcasts. Find us on Instagram, Broken Point of View Pod, and share with your friends. Yeah. Oh, and, and family. Let us know what you think. What is your favorite horror movies? When we post this up, yeah. Drop it in the comments, and let's see what's up. I promise you, someone will respond, and we will get into an argument about that. Most likely. Yeah, you know what? It's all good fun. Yeah, yeah. Good Unless fun. you're wrong, which you will be. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be wrong in our broken point of view of course (laughs) (laughs) alright guys thank you so much guys have a good one I guess they don't care if you have a good one This has been a broken production.